Hey guys, welcome to Nick's Knack for Neologisms, episode 8, where we define and discuss the most amazing words in the English language. Last episode, we covered impecunious, capacious, and castigate. And in this episode, we're covering feckless, glib, and diaphanous. So, let's get on with the first word. Our first word is feckless. It's spelled F-E-C-K-L-E-S-S. F-E-C-K-L-E-S-S. That's a pretty easy word to spell, feckless. And it means ineffective, incompetent, futile. Feckless attempts to repair the plumbing. It can also mean having no sense of responsibility or being indifferent or being lazy. So you can kind of see how um, if you were ineffective, incompetent, and futile at something, you might actually just develop the second definition of the word, which is having no sense of responsibility, indifferent, or lazy. Because if you have no way of changing something, you might just be indifferent to it. Or you just might be lazy. You're like, eh, what's the point of fixing the plumbing if all my previous attempts have failed, right? So that's feckless. And usually, actually, when the word feckless is used, it usually just means futile. So you don't necessarily have to worry about the other parts to the definition because you can just think that feckless means futile. And for the most part, you'll understand the word. So when I was doing some research on feckless, it just made me think of my attempts to solve uh, a Rubik's cube. I don't know if you guys have ever tried that, but it's really freaking annoying. And I had countless feckless attempts to get all the stupid colors to line up. And at the end, I just became indifferent. I didn't care and I became lazy to trying to, to solve the Rubik's cube. And I said, you know what, who cares anymore? I don't care if the colors line up. They can just be all different, it's better that way. So. I had a very feckless attempt at solving the Rubik's Cube. Um, something else that came to my mind was my feckless attempt to try to get my dog to walk on a leash without actually pulling really hard. I own two dogs. One of them is a Border Collie. She does well on the leash. The other one's a Pitbull, and that one's just crazy. Not because Pitbulls are bad dogs, but just because she has a ton of energy, and she just likes to pull really hard. So I use a, I use one of those face harnesses on her, and I think she feels definitely not feckless about the face harness. She would rather that the face harness was not on her face. She hates that thing and she paws at it, but I don't really feel like I have a choice in the matter. So that's feckless. It means ineffective, incompetent, futile, feckless attempts to repair the plumbing. Okay, so one way you can remember this word is you can sort of think of affecting less, feckless. If you see the word feckless, it almost has the word effect in it. So affecting less, feckless, affecting less. If you're feckless, you're affecting less of something, which means that you're, you're not affecting it completely, which means that you might be futile in however you're affecting something. It's kind of a roundabout way to remember it, but hopefully that works. So feckless, affecting less. All right, let's move on to some online examples of the word feckless used in a sentence. And by the way, it was really hard to find when I was when I was Googling the word feckless. It was really hard to find the word used without it being politicized. Every freaking example had to involve politics to some nature, almost every example. Anyhow, here are the online examples. A widespread poverty, unemployment, drug addiction, and feckless begging on the main streets was shocking. The next example goes, I believe we have a feckless foreign policy where nobody believes in America's strength anymore. And the next example goes, feckless fathers should have their benefits slashed if they refuse to support their children. And that was actually interesting because uh, I guess in Great Britain, 
there's a concept called feckless fathers. So here's another good way to sort of remember the term a feckless father, I guess, from my research as a father that usually has a lot of kids, but then is unemployed. So he's not supporting any of those kids. So he's feckless. He's lazy. And perhaps he's even incompetent in certain respects. So that's a feckless father. And then there was one that made me laugh. It said father of 22. So this guy has 22 kids and has not worked for 10 years, but cost pa- but cost taxpayers $1.2 million or euros in unemployment handouts and housing benefits. So it's a big thing in Great Britain, I guess. They don't like their feckless fathers over there. We don't lock off feckless fathers. Yeah, so that's the word feckless. Just remember that it means, in most cases, futile, but it can also mean lazy. All right? So let's move on to the next word, which is glib. It is spelled G-I- LB, easy enough, glib, G-I-L-B, glib. And it means readily fluent, often thoughtlessly, superficially, or insincerely so. A glib talker, glib answers. Uh, The word, like, I guess if you're talking about someone who's a smooth talker, that's a very glib person. They're glib in speech. So when you hear the word smooth, smooth talker, that's what glib really means. And when I was doing this word, the first thing that came to my mind is... Uh, psychopaths. I saw a YouTube video not too long ago on psychopathic serial killers. And it was kind of funny because the guy gave, the psychopath gave very glib answers during his interrogation. So he would, he would be asked, Hey, what went on here? What went on here? And he always had a very good, good explanation for something almost too good though. You know, like he had sort of thought it out, but the funny part is, is that he would always contradict, contradict himself. So you might ask, um, the interrogator may have asked, did you kill so-and-so? And he would say, no. And then, you know, the interrogator would ask two or three more questions and he would give all these glib answers. And then the interrogator would ask again, he would say, so when you killed so-and-so, why did you choose to use a knife? And then he would give an answer. And obviously that contradicts him saying that, no, I didn't kill the guy. So that's uh, one way I think they ended up convicting him was his own, his own, uh, his own confession of doing it sort of in a roundabout way. So someone who's glib will always give you an answer, but it's almost like it's too good of an answer, right? So let's see. Um, You might have like a glib response to a complex question. Uh, The smooth talker is a glibber. Uh, maybe you're interviewing someone for a job and they just, every answer you give them, they don't take too much time to think about it. They just have sort of this very quick way of responding, but it's a good response. That might be a glib response, a response you're like, huh, it's a very good response, but I'm not too sure about the authenticity of it. That would be a a glib response. So how do you remember the word glib? Uh... This one might be a little far stretched, but if you look at glib, it's spelled G-I-L-B. And when I look at the word, I sort of, it almost makes me think of good lips and someone with good lips, they're going to be a smooth talker, right? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe that might work. That's the only one I can come up with, guys. So sorry if that doesn't work for you. Uh, let's move on to some online examples of the word glib being used in a sentence. The first example goes... He comes over as a glib young man with a partisan take on politics expressed in what he thought was a private conversation. It's weird, you know, when I Google these words, it almost almost all the words come up in a political context. It's like only people that talk about politics, like they always want to make it. 
they always want to make a, a note that they have like a big vocabulary or something like that. So, all right, the next example goes, this entertaining, if occasionally glib book may seem to some readers a model of how to put one's life into proper perspective. And the next example goes, there are many more factors to consider. So as a standalone explanation, this just feels too glib, too easy. And the last example goes, the parallel between the poor in our country and the poor in other less developed countries, while rhetorically effective, is also overly glib. So that is the word glib. Readily fluent, often thoughtlessly, superficially, or insincerely so. A glib talker, glib answers. I guess glib doesn't always have a negative connotation to it, though. But usually it does, but not always. You could be readily fluent in glib, but usually when people use the word glib, it's in a negative, negative way. All right, so let's move on to our last word, which is diaphanous. And if you haven't, just try saying it. It's a fun word to say. Don't be shy. Diaphanous. Diaphanous, diaphanous. It's a good word. It's spelled D-I-A-P-H-A-N-O-U-S. That's D-I-A-P-H-A-N-O-U-S. Diaphanous. And it means transparently thin and light or that which is almost completely transparent. So you finally have some free time alone. It's time to have some fun. So you go out and you get your little bubble thing and you start blowing diaphanous bubbles. <laughs> I guess that's the first thing that came to my mind with the word diaphanous is that a bubble, I think, is probably a perfect example of something that's diaphanous because you can see through it, but not all the way. It still sort of obfuscates your view of things, right? A diaphanous bubble. Whereas like a window, I don't think is diaphanous because it's not transparently thin. It's completely transparent. You know, it's not like when you're looking through a window, you're seeing the window, right? Unless you see like dirt or something or if the window's dirty. But in that case, you're not really seeing the window. You're seeing dirt. So a window's not diaphanous, whereas like a bubble is diaphanous. I think a bubble's a really good example. I think that's like the perfect diaphanous thing is a bubble, right? Or maybe if you're at like your local park or something and there's a pond, you might be looking through the diaphanous water at the fish, all the colorful fish. You know, that's pretty cool, right? You can kind of see the fish, but not really. And it's got that weird sort of hazy outline to it. Um, the word diaphanous, though, it doesn't always have to be taken. Literally, you can use it metaphorically as well. So like, what about something like a, a diaphanous explanation, right? An explanation that's easily understood. You can see right into it. There's nothing weird about it. It's diaphanous. Or how about a diaphanous fiscal policy or a diaphanous financial plan, right? You, maybe you want to find out how your tax money is being spent locally. Hopefully your government will have a diaphanous financial policy such that you can go onto their website and it has it broken down piece by piece where your money's going. Or how about the diaphanous technology at airports, you know, where you have to hold up your arms and I guess they take an x-ray of you or something. By the way, I have a funny story <laughs> that kind of relates to that. I was at the airport. I usually don't travel, but I was visiting a friend in San Francisco and I hadn't been to the airport for a while, and it's when they had those new machines, and I was like, well, those things kind of creep me out, like people holding up your arms, and they're taking like x-rays out of you, like what the hell are they doing with those, right? So I was like, I don't want to go through that. Plus, there was a cute chick working for TSA, 
And I was like, you know what? I'd rather just have a pat down from her. So I was like, all right, I'm going to be, I was like, I'll be sneaky about this. I'll just tell him, you know, I don't want the whole thing. I'm worried about, you know, potential like carcinogenic material being put in my body. I'm not going to do it. And plus I want the pat down of that lady over there. So I was like, all right, I'll just tell him I don't want it. And I go through and then, you know, guess who I get my pat down from? No, not her. I guess they don't do same gender or they don't do opposite gender pat downs. You always get somebody of the same sex. So I had this old bald dude patting me down. So actually it kind of made my day, not the pat down, but just the fact that it didn't work out the way that I planned was kind of funny. So yeah. Why are we talking about this? Diaphanous technology. Yeah. Anyhow, that's the word diaphanous. All right. So transparently thin light or that, which is almost completely transparent is that which is diaphanous. So let's go on to some online examples of the word I found being used in a sentence. The first example goes, Entering the exhibition, the visitor steps into a cubicle area that is partially enclosed by diaphanous material. The next example goes, the light, the little light fades the immense and diaphanous shadows. And the next example goes, the older man appears in a spotlight on stage wearing a woman's blonde wig and a long diaphanous scarf. Interesting. And the next example goes, it is as if you are not sure you are hearing these diaphanous tones and cannot quite place their source. Ooh, I like that, diaphanous tones. It's a very good word or way of using diaphanous in a sentence. Diaphanous tones. Those tones, there's a lot of diaphanous tones in music actually, right? You listen to like your favorite song, you'll notice there's those tones you don't really hear, but you can hear them if you just focus on them. But you don't really hear them when you're listening to the music and you're just enjoying the music, right? It's only when you start focusing on the music itself that you really hear the diaphanous tones. But if you take the diaphanous tones out of the music, you notice that there's something missing in the song. Well, it's those diaphanous tones. So that's the word diaphanous. D-I-A-P-H-A-N-O-U-S. Diaphanous. All right. So those are our words for episode eight. Feckless, glib, and diaphanous. Let's uh, let's see if we can recall their definition. So what does the word feckless mean? As in the widespread poverty, unemployment, drug addiction, and feckless begging on the main streets was shocking. What does the word feckless mean? Good. Feckless means futile. All right, how about the word glib, as in there are many more factors to consider, so as a standalone explanation, this just feels too glib, too easy. Glib. Good, it means readily fluent, often thoughtlessly, superficially, or insincerely so. And lastly, the fun word to say, diaphanous. What does the word diaphanous mean, as in... The little light fades the immense and diaphanous shadows. Good. Transparently thin is what diaphanous means. All right. So that is episode eight, feckless, glib, and diaphanous. Thank you for listening and stay tuned for episode nine, where we will define and discuss three more amazing words. All right. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you then. Bye.